comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audiblechild.com slash outnowpodcast. Over 150,000 titles to choose from for your Android, iPhone, Kindle, or MP3 player. This week on Out Now with Aaron and Abe, we're talking Transformers colon Age of Extinction. I'm glad you added the colon, Aaron. I just want to be appropriate for the show. Now roll out! Wait a minute, I forgot my introduction! We are now recording, and this is Out Now with Aaron and Abe. I am Aaron, and as always, this is... Abe! Hola! Out Now is a film podcast. Abe and I are discussing new movies weekly. We have fun covering various movie topics with a main, mostly spoiler-free review stand- sandwiched right in the middle. This is episode 157. 157. Yeah. Uh, I think, is that 12? 13! 13. 13. Yeah. <laughs> and the main feature for the week is Transformers Age of Extinction. Colon. Transformers, colon, age of extinction. We don't want to get it fined. I, <laughs> those those classic fines that come up for podcasts yeah. that don't pronounce movies right. Uh, but yeah, talking about the latest from Michael Boom Boom Bay. And joining us tonight, we have a man constantly dealing with the Romeo and Juliet laws despite simply wanting to find love, Alan Aguilera. I don't understand all the discrimination against it. I'm just trying to find some love. That's it. <laughs> And a newlywed trying to get over the fact that his wife once dated Grimlock. It's Jordan Grout. Hello. How are you guys doing? Great. Mm-hmm. Better before he found out that his wife was dating Grimlock. <laughs> Wait, which one was Grimlock? I don't know either. The the the, the T Rex one. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'd be okay with that. <laughs> well, that explains a lot. Glad the wife is in the background, by the way. Nothing that nothing makes this better than that. Having that live audience of one. Insert laugh track here. But let's see. Let's get some some announcement stuff here. Uh, first off, Alan, you're you're not with us anymore in California. You moved away. I am on an East Coast uh, East Coast boy now. Not only East Coast, I'm eastbound and down. So yeah. I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina. Cut to title sequence. Um, no, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were just on vacation. Negative, bro. I moved out here. And... Oh, what? Yeah. Yeah, ruining the chances for Alan and Jordan to actually meet in real life at some point. We no. did. Oh, yeah. you did? Okay, good. Never mind. Yeah. You were there. I mean, the parents. Yeah, you were kind of there. I was there. That's right. I brought you guys. I forced Come you guys on. together. <laughs> yeah. Alan, how goes your Comic-Con travels? Are you going to come back? Yeah, no, yeah, I'm going to come back for July. Yeah, I mean, I kind of have to, if not, Aaron's going to be real staying, pissed at me. We're, we're bunking together. Ah, bunking. Yeah. No, if I don't go, then that's going to be real expensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, it's 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 fine. I just moved here a couple days ago, so I'm still trying to get used to everything. Like, I don't even have my car or any of my stuff. I just have my duffel bag until two days from now, so should be pretty fun. Just living out of a duffel in the south. You know, yeah. pretty cool. People are going to laugh at you when you bring your Prius there. They're going to be like, what's that? I'm just kidding. Yeah, I've been here for five days and I've counted to three Priuses. Just ah. three. What else? iTunes reviews and ratings. Good to get those. Helped out the show. We got a new uh, review, actually, on the uh, the old iTunes page here. I want to read this one. 
this one says, I came across this podcast via Twitter. It's great. I love that they talk about movies without spoiling them. Both Aaron and Abe seem to have pretty close movie tastes that I have. Although A Bug's Life is way better than Ants, just saying. Thank you. I mean, he's wrong, but that's fine. <laughs> so, did he give you less stars for that, for being wrong? I'm just curious, because people who don't agree with that. We actually got well, we actually got six stars, which is weird. Six stars? Yeah, it's an anomaly. Hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, clearly someone thinks Ants is better than Bug's Life. They don't understand the realm of logic. That's fine. Yeah, uh, thanks. Thanks for that review. I think I flipped that around. <laughs> As in, you don't know which one's which, or you know, the southern humidity is getting is getting to me. I think that's what it is. Okay, well, <laughs> anyone can go on iTunes and give us a review or rating. It helps out our show, helps other people find our show, and you know, just makes us feel better all around, regardless of the actual, of you know, the the, the quality of said rating. We just, you know, it's nice to get the the notice in some form from listeners. Thank you. Yeah. So let's uh, let's move on now. Let's get to uh, let's get to know everybody. Where each week we Abe and I ask you ask everybody a few questions to try to better get to. Know everybody. And uh, with that, Abe, why don't you start this one off? All right, this question is for everybody. If you guys went up to a giant alien spaceship and came back with one enhancement, what would it be? See, now... <laughs> I didn't know Optimus could fly. I, uh... He flew the last movie, but he needed, like, wings. Now he has, like, just... Now he's got, like, ankle, ankle rocket boosters. Yeah. Um, you were amplified. The immediate answer I thought to your question, which makes no sense, was laser teeth, but I have no idea what that means. <laughs> laser teeth? <laughs> you said some kind of enhancement. I'm like, laser teeth. That's what like, <laughs> popped into my face. I don't, I don't you know. You never smile. You'd be like Scott Summers with your with your mouth. Well, he can't control because he had an accident, Dave. I, you know, I'd be that's right. He, he got hit in the head when he was a kid, so he can't control. A skydiving accident. So one of those, oh, that's, well. One of those classic incidents. Was it skydiving or was it his parents pushed him out of the plane kind of thing? I mean, they both involve skydiving. <laughs> I want a higher self-esteem. I, I like that. I like that. Something intangible, but very, very needed, right? Jordan, any thoughts on this? Oh, I would have spinning nipples. Like, crazy spinning <laughs> nipples. Like, they'd spin so fast I could fly. Watch out, don't put tassels on them. You'd get, you'd get tons of $1 bills. That's the, yeah, that's the likely result. Yeah. That's the logic. All right, I have a question. Yes. What was your favorite toy when you were younger? Uh, a pop down, pop head up Raphael Ninja Turtles. Oh, I remember that figurine. Like you push his head down, and you pull, and you put his legs together, and his head pops back up. <laughs> I remember that. Um, probably the Ecto One toy. one of my Ghostbusters toys. The Ghostbusters that... toys. Yeah, no, my Ecto One. Ah. ah, the yeah. Ecto One. Yeah. I had the, uh, I had the, I had the place. I had the Ecto One, and I had the, uh, the actual, the firehouse, and it had the, um, it had like the pole, like the fireman, the fireman pole, which was just kind yeah, of like, put, like that slime up the top. You put, yeah, it had a great, it had a grate in the top, so you put the slime on it, and it kind of like ooze in. <laughs> it was pretty sweet. Brought all the ladies yeah, I over. Fucking loved my Ghostbusters. <laughs> Brought all the ladies over, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, you can't play with my toy. <laughs> what? That's, uh, that's me in. That's you grade. doing your Jackson Five impression. Yes. How much heck? Jordan, do you have, do you have a favorite uh, toy? My Batman Jordan? Returns uh, Batmobile. The Batman Returns Batmobile did it, so it got smaller. Like the size break off. Yeah, it was awesome. I would uh, run it through the kitchen and cause my mom to trip on it. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Those were the glory days. <laughs> 
And Jordan, since you insisted on having a question, do you have one? Oh, no, I don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, for that. Thanks for wasting all of our time. <laughs> oh, the, the two seconds. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those two seconds matter, man. We're in a tight ship around here. Oh, wait, I do have a question. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <Okay>. Continue. <laughs> okay, thank you for that. Uh, okay, so that, there you go. That's how you play. No, no everybody. Let's move on now. Let's get down to quickies. Yeah. Each week and out now we have one main movie of the week, but we have other movies that we talk see during the week, so we have another segment that we held out on a quick. Yeah. All right. Abe, have you seen any other movies this week? I haven't seen anything new this week, but I got a copy of uh, William Eubanks' Love, so I'm excited to see that. Oh, cool. Yeah. Jordan, have you seen any other movies? This I watched week? Uh, Under the Skin. Under the Skin, the Scarlett Johansson. Uh, yeah, I bought it on iTunes, which was probably a mistake, because I, I thought it was okay. I didn't really crazy about it. But maybe I need to give it another chance. Yeah, we were, we were talking about this little off-air where it, it's one that certainly kind of sits with you and might benefit from, like, another viewing or so. It's just, it's we it is weird. <laughs> yeah, when it ended, uh, I kind of thought, well, well okay. <laughs> um, and then I went to bed. I didn't care about it, so we'll see. What about visually, though, on a visual level? Because the movie is quite experimental with what it's doing on a its cinematography. Um, and I, I wasn't really impressed with the visuals, actually. Um, they were, you know, weird. And, but it didn't, like, blow me away. It's, yeah. I, I just wasn't impressed at all with the film. All right. Alan? Um, I just saw Jersey Boys and Hunter Junior Dragon 2. Uh, Jersey Boys was kind of lifeless, but, you know, whatever. And then How to Train Your Dragon 2 was really cool. I really liked it. A lot of, a lot of twists and turns. I haven't seen very many, like, niche movies lately, so I've been busy. Well, it's not out niche with Aaron and Abe, so it's fine. You can see whatever you want. Well, How to Train Your Dragon 2 is very good. good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, you, so you saw good. it. I mean, you got a good movie. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, that almost makes up for Jersey Boys, really. <laughs> Jersey Boys! <laughs> that movie was pretty bad. There was no soul in that film at all. It was rad. I was like, wow, all right, good job, Clint. I know. I guess you could say that they didn't get on up. Am I right? Is that a song they sing? No. Yeah, that's, oh. a, that's, yeah, that's the next biopic movie that's coming out by James Brown. It's the James Brown movie that has nothing to do with Jersey Boys. <laughs> but I'll bet you it has uh, more soul. <laughs> moving on. Yeah, all right. Thank you, does he have to answer his pants and does he want to dance? <laughs> He wants to do the mashed potato. That's nobody's mashed potato. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've seen a few things, but I'll limit it to one. Yes. Uh, mainly because I think we'll talk about Snowpiercer on a different show because that movie deserves lots of discussion and people should see it. Um, but I will talk about. I will talk about They Came Together. Uh, this is a new movie from David Wayne. Um. Of the state and wet hot American summer fame, and anyone that likes either of the two things that is mentioned should immediately go see They Came Together, which is on VOD now. It has Amy Poehler and Paul Rudd, and like anybody that you think is funny that's currently working in the movie, because they have a lot of comedic friends and they know how to get them to be in the movie. And it's it's a romantic comedy that's a satire on romantic comedies. Think something like Hot Fuzz, that's a satire on action movies. That's what They Came Together is, except in the style of David Wayne, who has this kind of absurdist humor that makes me laugh quite a bit, but, like, everybody 
there's so many like people in the, it's ridiculous how many like comedic actors are in this movie which i'm I assume they made for nothing and just were like let's just make this let's just get this going guys and it's hilarious it has it like has all the tropes of every romantic comedy and it's just like skewed and turned on its head and polar and rough <laughs> just fantastic together that's uh, only six ninety nine to rent. Yeah, it's cheap too. Yeah, I got it. I rented it on uh, Amazon, and it was just hilarious. Just joke after joke after joke. I'm gonna watch it today. It's certainly a it's certainly a certain style of comedy. So like again, if you like like role models, because that's a David Wayne movie, or Wet Hot American Summer, or The State, or even what was that one? Wanderlust, which has its moments. Like this yeah. is this is that style of comedy, and it's just it's, <laughs> it was it was really funny. I was I was laughing a lot. And somehow that's not in theaters. Like, that's the movie that you can't sell into theaters. Paul Rudd and Amy Poehler. And, Amy Poehler, and, right. and everybody else that's currently funny on TV or in movies is in this movie. And it's like, no, we, we can't do this. Like, that's... If you think Aaron's joking, he's not. Check out the trailer. Uh, like, every funny person. Oh, my God. It's, <laughs> including Chris Maloney, who's absolutely hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm glad that he's on SVU because that means he can just be funny now because he's super funny. It's like that's why I'm waiting for John Hamm to end Mad Men because then he can just be funny because he's super funny also. It's like he is also funny. Why does these guys just be in funny movies? Because that's what they're. Or I guess you could say it's a funny bloke. If you like John Hamm's great on Mad Men, but he's a funny guy. I want to see his comedy career take off. Um, But yeah, they came together. That's what that one's called. So that's how quickies. Jim. To move on now, let's get to our trailer talk, where we discuss a new movie trailer, what we thought of it, when it's coming out, and what have you. And this week we have Fury. A new World War II tank drama starring Brad Pitt, Shia LaBeouf, Logan Lerman, Michael Pena, Pena and uh, John Bernthal of Walking Dead fame. And it basically revolves around Brad Pitt leading a, uh, a, a crew of men on tanks. In the, in the, is it in Germany or is it in Italy? Somewhere. Uh-huh. I'll just say Germany. Why not? Sure. <laughs> he's fighting against Nazis. I don't know if he wants as many scalps this time, but he's fighting against Nazis. <laughs> And this is from director David Ayer, who previously stunned nobody with sabotage earlier this year, but does have his credits with uh, writing Training Day and and uh, doing End of Watch, which we all like quite a bit, I think, actually. Um, and yeah, so that's Fury. What did we think of this trailer? Let's start with Jordan. Um, I'm having trouble remembering anything from the trailer. It's so forgettable. Um, I remember being surprised that Shia LaBeouf was in it. Because he's not in the trailer at all. Maybe for like a he's second. He's got like a couple thing. seconds, yeah. Yeah. I'm, it seems like a holdover from like 2000. So, uh, I don't know if I'll see it. Alan? Well, I want to see it. It looks like, looks like what a big like American studio would do if they had a Glorious Bastards like to remake in 20 years. So it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll just have like a Brad Pitt lookalike in, in something. And he has a weird <laughs> accent and he just shoots things with tanks. It'd be great. It'd be perfect. Let's do that. Um, I'm gonna watch it because I love Brad Pitt, and I forgot the sabotage came out already, and I'm still excited for that movie. So, <laughs> it, it, it is not I was like, good. Oh my God, sabotage sounds awesome. That, that, oh, it already came out. That is that is not a good movie. Jordan, stop hurting your wife on the call. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I'll watch it. I don't I don't really hate on things until I watch them afterwards, and I'm like, oh, it's all hate. Um, looks looks interesting. I mean, what else am I gonna do? It's in November, so you know, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Abe? You can go to a basketball game, that's for sure. I don't like basketball. I don't trust any sport where you can score over 100 points. Can't do it. <laughs> Can't do it. I can't get into it. You must I mean, love darts sport. then, just... right? What's that? You must love darts then because you go down from 100. I, mean, I just throw. I like darts because you get like a sharp thing and you throw it at something. That's fun to me. That sounds like the target audience are Transformers. <laughs> yeah. <right? laughs> 
Abe? Uh, I have my, uh, I guess my, my reservations about it too because of David Ayer's last work. Um, he has like on and off moments, which I hope this is an on moment because I'm, I'm a fan of Brad Pitt as, as well. But for the most part, I don't want to really get my hopes up. I mean, some of the, some of the action scenes look pretty amazing and pretty intense, especially when these guys are seeing a table and they just get blown away. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the story seems a little bit almost too ridiculous at times as well. So we'll see. Like, what about it seems ridiculous? I'm curious. I think that they're going to have a standoff as like maybe like a last standoff in a tank while being surrounded by other tanks. So yeah. And I guess we'll see. All right. Um, yeah, I I agree with the David Ayer assessment where I do think he's on and off, and I would hope that he's on because I think he's proven that he's, that he's capable of doing good work quite a bit. It's just when it's bad, it can be really bad. Um, but I like this cast. I like the idea, the concept, just because I haven't seen a lot of you know tank combat films beyond what like Courage Under Fire, maybe. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's, like, that's like the one. I can think of probably there's probably there's probably some older ones too from like the 50s that I'm not thinking of or even the late 40s and like Burt Lancaster or somebody. But I mean, yeah, I I I like what I'm seeing so far and I like to be cautiously optimistic about it. And it's a November release, so I'm thinking so somebody thinks this looks good. They're putting it during Oscar season, so we'll see. Well, maybe it had Schwarzenegger in it. It well, he'd play a tank. He'd be like the <laughs> he'd play the enemy tank. He, yeah, he'd be he, he is Austrian, Austrian so he yeah, just, he's, he's the Austrian take. Like, what if that happened? What if Arnold Schwarzenegger finally caved in and is like, you know what, guys, I'm going to play a Nazi villain for once and <laughs> just, like, went for it? People would not be surprised. It'd be like in Last Action Hero 2, when he played, like, Hamlet the first time, this time he plays, like, Hitler. And, like, in his version, he wins. <laughs> to counter Inglorious Bastards, where, like, Hitler just gets murdered, like, <laughs> horrendously. Yeah, with yeah. all the other guys. Downfall 2, Rise Up. Thank you, yes. <laughs> that was anyway. a good movie title. <laughs> anyway, Fury hits uh, theaters November 14th, which makes it a very crowded November so far. A lot of a lot of things coming out then. Um, so yeah, that's that. Let's move on now. Let's get to our main film review, our film event. Our, let's go and get our Transformers, uh, what, Mega Spectacular, but it's the, mega, it's the Megatron Spectacular, right? <laughs> Here it is. Megatron. Or mm. the Galvatron thing that my yeah. bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> but anyway, here we go. Transformers: Age of Extinction. Falling. After all we have done, humans are hunting us. But I fear we are all targets now. What is that? Who sent you here? not war. It's human extinction. Okay, so that should have been some of the trailer for Transformers colon Age of Extinction. This is the latest robot-smashing adventure for Michael Boom Boom Bay, which is both a sequel and a semi-reboot for the series as it continues on with a storyline set after the events of the third film, Dark of the Moon, but does so with a new cast of human characters led by Mark Wahlberg as Cade Yeager, 
overprotective single father, Texan, and terrible inventor. He gets <laughs> caught up in a war against Transformers, headed by the evil Kelsey Grammer and an even more evil Transformer mercenary named Lockdown. And with Cade Yeager, that's a fun name that I'll never stop saying, Cade Yeager's help, Optimus Prime and his Autobots will do all they can to stop the threat against this their kind. Jordan Grout, was this film more or less than meets the eye? Um, it's it's my, my favorite of the series so far. And I, I kind of really love this movie. <laughs> I It's so uh, ridiculous. And I think if it were an hour shorter... <laughs> Yeah, I, I think it could have like really been an almost like perfect summer movie. Um, I, I just had a blast with it. Uh, I, I don't know why so many people in my theater um, really hated it. People walked out like spewing like venom at it um, after they spent like seventeen fifty on it. So it was... Well, eight fifty. This oh. is Petaluma. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how it is in L.A., but. Uh... Um, movies in Charlotte don't play past 10, ever. Yeah. The same. latest show you can find for How to Train Your Dragon was 8.45. North yes. Carolina tips with Alan. Yeah, it's the same here in Petaluma. But it's something that I, I would love to go watch in IMAX. I've, I've heard that it's uh, pretty great. And there are moments in this film which I found like genuinely thrilling. Like when they're crossing the cables... Um, you know, to the two buildings. Yeah, from like a giant spaceship to the Willis Tower in Chicago. Yeah, I, I love that scene. That that was probably my favorite moment in the in the entire film, and the acting, like you said before, was was actually not bad at all from the adults, at least from the kids. You know, it wasn't that great, but I thought Wahlberg was a lot of fun. Tucci was great. Kelsey was uh, Kelsey Graham was great. Um, Titus Welliver, solid. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, what else has he been in? He's Gone in, he's, Baby Gone. Gone Baby Gone. He's in all of Ben Affleck's movies, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, he was on. He's on. He's known as the Smoke Monster on Lost as well. That's a big thing that he's known for. Oh. But um, and he's in. He was in Deadwood back in the day. He's just a solid character actor. It's like if you can't get J.K. Simmons, you get Titus Welliver. That's kind of what I what I think. That's who they should cast as J. Jonah Jameson in the next one then. <laughs> Titus Welliver. There you go. Be, yeah. Done. <laughs> yeah. Just do it. Yeah, and um, my problem with the other Transformers films, it always felt like Michael Bay really didn't care about the Transformers, because um, it seems like the humans did everything, and the Transformers just, you know, portrayed as dumb beings. But in this one, it, you know, it finally felt like, oh, the Transformers are actually, you know, kicking ass, and it's not all about the humans, and it seemed like he he was having fun with it, and you know, my my only fault. Well, not my only, but one of my complaints is that, you know, there's just too many ideas in this movie, too many things going on, and it didn't need to be as convoluted as it was. Or 166 minutes. Well, yeah, I mean, that adds that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's why. It's just too much. Cool. Alan? I don't think I liked it as much as Jordan. I think my expectation was... Part three was ridiculous, but in yeah. all the right ways. And it was just it was just stupid. It was so stupid and I loved it. But with this one, it's like, oh yeah, you're kinda of ridiculous, but not as much as I wanted you to be. I do like that he uh Michael Boom Boom Bay decided to do a little spin with the smart girl and glasses. Or the hot girl put glasses on her, you know, she's smart. But this time he did it with Mark Wahlberg. So I thought that was yeah. good on <laughs> I think that's a good, nice little pitch on gender uh, equality. So good job, Boom Boom Bay. Um I just dug it. I thought there were a lot of fun parts in this film. Um, Stanley Tucci was probably my favorite part. All, just the fact that he actually added 
some sort of humanity, like, more so. It's just a different kind of trilogy that they're doing from the first one. Bubblebee barely had anything to do it because he really didn't have anybody to protect. He was just hanging out and being jealous and stuff. Uh, Optimus Prime was kind of a jerk, so I was into that. And then the rest of the Transformers, I don't know their names. So oh, there's John, John Goodman, Goodman one. One and Abibot. Yeah, exactly. Whose name the is Greenbot? So he's the helicopter. The little <laughs> sm- kind of racist bot. Um, but they were cool, and I like. I really like the villain. I just wish they gave him more screen time. And yeah. I think Galvatron was a waste of time. They should have just like. They shouldn't have given him any screen time and just made it mostly about um, Lock lockdown. It. Because Lockdown was cool. I agree with that. Lockdown is Because he's just locking it down. It should have just been lock, lock it down. Lock it down. Yeah. Um, but I think that it wasn't as ridiculous as the third one, which is why I liked it so much. But this one's just, it's its a step in the right direction. I just have a feeling that Michael Bay might be getting kind of bored making these kind of movies. Um, I think the Shanghai, like, because you can't really top the third act for Dark of the Moon, because that thing was insane. Insane. But this one, you know, we really didn't have anything. Like, you had the Dinobots, but they didn't say anything, and that really bothered me. You should have said something. Like, yeah. Grim- like Grimlock? <laughs> yeah. Like, people are going to sit here and th- think about, like, logic things behind the plot, and, oh, well, why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? Well, they also have to understand it's a Transformers movie. <laughs> Sometimes you just, you, you kind of have to because they don't care about your brain. You kind of just have to leave it at the door because they don't care. And it's going to make a lot of money no matter what. Which it so. did. I mean, it's, it was a full house here in Charlotte in a small theater. So I was like, oh, all right then. I guess I guess Transformers <laughs> is universal from coast to coast. Abe? Uh, I thought it was a very good summer movie. It, it certainly is one of those things where you just go in and you start watching it, and it engages you in the way that a summer movie would in terms of action. There's no real letdown in terms of pacing. Um, I mean, you have, like, your typical Michael Bay-isms in here, just like the other Transformers. You have girls in short shorts, um, ridiculous things that they first say when they first come out of a truck. Can't wait to get wasted. Woo! Um, and, but you have Mark Wahlberg in here, which makes everything okay, actually. Because um, he's a funny guy. He has some funny moments. The guy who I thought was kind of very strangely good in this was Kelsey Grammer. And I just thought, man, this guy is really menacing. And he's delivering his line just like Sideshow Bob would. Very slow and low tone of voice. And for the most part, I dug his character up until uh, the point where he has a one-on-one with Mark Wahlberg. And I just thought, this seems very out of character for this character. Anyhow, there's a lot of things that move on in this movie, which I wasn't a huge fan of. There's a lot of ideas like what Jordan said. There's a lot of characters, which I really didn't ultimately care for. And there was a certain point in the movie where I just stopped caring about what I was watching on screen because everything just kept on repeating itself. And by that, I mean there's just a slow-motion action scene, a slow-motion scene, a a tearful scene with high-rising music, um, like some sunset scene. And it was a point where Stanley Tucci's on a rooftop, and he's trying to deliver something to Mark Wahlberg. And I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm not going to care who any of these characters are anymore because there are just so many of them. Um, But for the most part, I think that it's a pretty good summer movie. I don't think it's a good movie overall, and I I will nitpick it to death if – Anyone wants to ever nitpick it, but yeah, I mean, you know, it is better than the other. So take it for what it's worth. I want to reemphasize the fact that we don't really, Abe and I, we don't know what we're all going to think about these movies before we review them. That's part of how we kind of put the show together. That's our style. That's our style. So like, I'm surprised as everybody else that we're all basically kind of like, you know what? It's fine because that's where I'm at with it. It's weird with these movies when they come out where. 
the the kind of vitriol that comes leveled at them makes me wonder is like well what's the better version of transformers like what did i i can i i know how to make this movie better just by having less aggressive direction and less basically less plots because i don't know why any transformers movie needs to be more than like 100 minutes but like i i don't know what other way to put this on screen that makes it like suddenly a great idea for a movie though with that said it's like yeah it's another one of these the fourth one and the problems seem to be set in stone. Like, some of us might have been hoping that Michael Bay maybe has learned something in his time off of Transformers by doing Pain and Gain last year. I know that's something that Scott Mendelson, friend of the show, was hoping for, that he's kind of recharged his engines. Is like, now I can I can really dig into what makes a Transformers movie work. But no, he's just kind of content on making the same kind of thing again. Um, but with the wise decision of basically removing the entire cast from the original films and putting in a new cast, which I generally liked. Um, more or less, I think it's especially for as far as Mark Wahlberg, Stanley Tucci, and Kelsey Grammer, and Titus Welliver, uh, yeah. who I think is quite menacing actually in this movie. Uh, but I mean Wahlberg, he's at his most Wahlbergiest with just tons, <laughs> tons of earnestness to going with his overprotective single father shtick, where just every other line when it doesn't involve him holding a sword that's a gun um, has him saying, "I need to protect my daughter." Like that's like everything he does in this movie. And Stanley Tucci's just hilarious. Like he's just great in this movie, uh, just reacting to things and using. You know, hey, you asked me a while ago about product placement in movies, and I said I never really noticed it. This is the first time that I actually like really noticed it like a lot. It's a lot of it. In here. There's a lot of it. <laughs> the Bud Light. The Bud Light yeah, thing. Bud Light. Like, and when Stanley, because I saw, and then seeing it in 3D, when Stanley Tucci holds like a Beats pill like at me in the screen, <laughs> like okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but. I mean, yeah, so, like, it's, I mean, humans are around, and they basically just stitch together things for robots to do, like, which is kind of a big flaw of the series, because it's, like, Air, the screenwriter, Aaron Kruger, like, he's, his, I guess he's, like, I'll just write humans do this, which leads to robots do that. Like, that seems to be the logic for why humans need to be involved in this movie, because it is about just robots smashing into each other, and it looks great. I mean, say what you will about the quality of these movies, but you're getting these these ILM computer-generated effects that are amazing, that are in complete broad daylight all the time. Like, as much as Alan and I love Pacific Rim, like, there's a lot of, you know, they're in darkness and rain in front of a lot of that movie. And here, it's just broad daylight watching robots smash into it. There's no, there's no, you know, mystery about what's going on in these action sequences because Bay puts it right there in front of you. He, He really knows what he's doing in terms of showing you action and having that 3D again. It slows him down. Like, that was something I liked about 3, where he can't have this aggressive, rapid editing pace, because he has to slow down with these giant cameras. And even with 4, where he has these new IMAX 3D cameras, which is an amazing way to see this movie, by the way, it's like, it, it's, they're very comprehensible action sequences in this movie. <laughs> and, yeah, like, I, I can't, I agree with Abe, I can't say it's a good movie, but I can't say I wasn't entertained by what I was seeing just because I walked into Michael Bay's fourth Transformers and expected to get what Michael Bay's fourth Transformers would have to offer, which is, you know, actors that are collecting a paycheck but at least having fun because it seems like they're having a lot of fun mixed with giant, amazing robot battles that are, you know, well-structured and look great and especially on an IMAX screen where, like, the majority of the movie is, like, full-frame IMAX. Like, it's... (laughs) I, you know, I I had a good time watching this with my friends. Like it was it was a, for summer entertainment. I got this. There's better summer movies that I would advise anyone to go see. We've talked about them on the show. Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. Yes, yes. Exactly. How to Train Your Dragon Two. Uh, not Jersey Boys. You know any of these things. <laughs> like I mean, they, they, um, it just it works for me. 
So how much of it was in IMAX? Like 60% of it is like IMAX. Like I'm not getting like all like there's so much of this movie that's full frame IMAX screen. It's mm. ridiculous. Mm. Like if there's a way to see this movie and we'll get to our rating, but it's like if you're gonna see Transformers, you might as well see it on the biggest screen possible. <laughs> Hmm. Like some of the robots are probably actual size based on this robot. Like so at least the IMAX screen. <laughs> Michael Bay went went Steven Spielberg style. He just built actual giant transformers. Uh, one thing that I did like, and you brought this up, so did Alan, is that it focuses a lot on the transformers and their battle scenes are fantastic, right? So it's very much the, the title of the movie is Transformers. The other ones had Shia LaBeouf in them, and it had to do with this human element story. Whereas this one, yeah, sure, it has it, but you have these Transformers where they're very angry, too, and they have these emotional moments where they're just like, you know what, screw Earth, we're leaving, also, I hate everybody, and everyone's gonna die, so have a good life, we'll see you. I love how Optimus Prime is always threatening to kill people. <laughs> well, no, the, best is, the best is that he says, when I, when I arrived on Earth, I took a vow to never kill humans. <laughs> like, that's the line <laughs> he says. <laughs> Then he proceeds to, like, murder, like, tons of people. And he'll say things like, honor till the end. And what? then, like, a moment later, just turn into this, like, well, what's weird, like warlord. What, well, when it comes to, like, when it comes to human battling, he's, like, shooting at the ground next to him to just kind of launch him in the air. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. But but when it but when it comes to fighting robots, he is killing fools, like, just ripping them apart and smashing pieces. Like, Which is good. I mean, like... As he, far as, yeah, crazy robot he's action goes. his aggression out. Well, I remember he like was Transformers. By the humans. I remember Transformers Three when we watched that. That movie, like people are like legit dying all over the like robots are killing humans and they're turning into dust and stuff. And then when tra- when Optimus and Autobots are involved, if this was like a if these were humans, the violence would be so graphic because they're just ripping apart robots and like smashing through their uppercutting their faces and blasting their heads off. <laughs> this movie. I mean, to if, be- like, if they were humans, it'd be so violent that HBO wouldn't air it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like for this movie to be fair, like I think there is a there is a sense of toning down things, even though the movie's still unwielding unwieldyly long with a hundred and like it's it doesn't need to be this long at all. But I feel like it's it's less manic, I guess is the way to say it. Like because like the human like the humans aren't crazy people like they were in like the first couple movies. Uh, like they seem like relatively grounded people for a change, even though they're you know not particularly well written characters. Um, but like they they don't seem like they're doing crazy things, such as like Shia LaBeouf's mom like getting high and then suddenly like being an insane asylum escapee. Um, on Michael Bay College in the second movie, the second movie is ridiculous. But I had no problem with that. <laughs> she like gets high and just starts like I want to play frisbee and just like running around like a crazy psychopath. Yeah, like, what movie is this? <laughs> But like everyone here seems like they're they're reacting and saying stupid things, but like the the humor seems it's still forced, but it seems like less like it just seems less manic. I mean that's the way to put it, and it's it, it felt more concise in that way where I didn't feel like I was being dragged down by human plots, just more dragged down by the fact that there's so much plot. And the other thing that I, I liked about the film is they addressed the um they addressed the the human death factor. Uh, Tucci does it like what Alan said. He brings some sense of um some moral and some some humanitarian aspect to it, which is like, hey, look, there's a lot of people that died here, and and then Kelsey Grammer's just like, you know what? People die all the time, and at least they addressed it, which is something that I'm becoming more and more aware of ever since Man of Steel. They kind of, they bring it up, yes, and 
it it felt like a, it felt almost uncomfortable for me to be like wait we're going back to Chicago the place where everyone's afraid of like giant robot attacks giant happening robots. again only to have giant robots <laughs> destroying their city a come second back time. to Earth yes. <laughs> again we could kill this movie by nitpicking it's, it it's like the 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 PTSD involved on a lot of the people in Chicago must be like insane right <laughs> because like they're back like we we're not done like aren't there other cities in this world that we could have dealt with. <laughs> Like Can't Michael you Bay somewhere else? Your tax breaks are pretty good, but come on, guys. It'd be like if Michael Bay filmed Pearl Harbor two and like had Japanese attack Pearl Harbor again and like let that let that play out just for the hell of it. That's what it felt <laughs> like going back to Chicago. But thankfully, don't give him any ideas. But 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 thankfully, at so at one point he's like, you know what? It's been two hours, but we could probably still go to another city and wreck that one for forty five yeah. minutes. So then he's like, let's go to Chicago. Let's go to let's go to China and, and Hong Kong. Yeah, guys. let's go to Hong Kong and Beijing. Yeah, <laughs> and even then, when we have a climax in Hong Kong, we still have twenty five minutes left. So let's bring in Dinobots. Let's have that happen as well. <laughs> <laughs> one of the things I liked about this movie is they they super tease you in the beginning with the dinosaurs, and then you're thinking, oh, well, this is the origin of the Dinobots, right? No, no, it's not. It's You'll see there's, it later. There's two separate like, there's, sets of Dinobots in this movie. <laughs> yeah, there's no origin of Dinobots. <laughs> we we get hints at origins of something because they talk about creators sending like Boba Fett Transformer Lockdown over <laughs> to like capture Optimus Prime. <laughs> so I assume in the sequel we'll learn about what the creators of Transformers have to say about all this. Well, wait, do you think that the creators from Transformers are gonna have like a cross like a crossover promotion with the guys from Prometheus? I hope so. Now <laughs> seems like the same thing. It does seem like the same thing. That's actually one of my callbacks as well. <laughs> I'm sure Aaron Kruger like wrote the screenplay thinking, man, I wasn't a huge hit of Prometheus, but they had some ideas. I'm gonna freaking nail this this time, guys. <laughs> and he like proceeded to write the answer to Prometheus by having the script for Transformers: Cole at Age of Extinction. <laughs> cool. Thank you. Um, <laughs> get it. So yes, I mean obviously this movie's not good. I mean we we, we enjoy it, yeah. but. That was a lot of fun. Though. I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I think that's the right way to categorize it and characterize it, which is it's not a good movie, but it's enjoyable enough. Oh, I'm gonna go watch it again tonight. Well, it's like this. <laughs> you have three hours to spare, Alan. Yeah. Yeah, you have nothing else. I don't have anything here. Yeah. 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 No, I'm gonna. My boss and stuff. We're all gonna go. We're gonna watch an IMAX because we saw it, my brother and I just saw it in a regular flat 2D. So we're gonna go try it out 3D IMAX tonight. Cool. Because I'm curious what the uh, IMAX screens down here are like. Mm. <laughs> So, I mean, so we're giving, like, praise to this movie, which is, like, the vitriol that comes out of these Transformers movies is insane. It's, it's, it's as if, like, I don't even know, like, you have, people say these movies are, like, they're so childish and weird, yet people turn into children describing them, because all they say is it's stupid, dumb, and it's like, well, I mean... It, I mean, it, it really is, it, when you break it down. It is, but it's... it's and I it's, definitely it's, agree it's, with it's you. The, it's the absurdity of... Of claims made against the movie where they just don't understand what's going on, where it's like, these movies are for kids. Like, I, I can complain about there being too much plot, but I'm never at a loss of what's happening. Mainly because they repeat it so many times. They're like, we gotta get the seed to this place. Like, we gotta take the seed. Yeah. Seed, and, seed, seed, but seed. But at, <laughs> at some point, I got bored of that. And yeah, I, get, I mean, I get, yeah, the, plot, the plot's not but again, good. But again, I had to, good. I had to watch it because I wanted to know what happens. And there was also Dinobot action and down, or, and Transformer action. So, I was just like, whatever, I don't even care about the plot. Just, Let's see some slow-mo action, you know, shots of dinosaurs and, and giant Transformers fighting. I mean, it's less, it's like, yeah, not caring about it's one thing, but it's like, be constructive with feedback or other people, or this, they just don't seem to, don't seem to want to try. Be like, well, I yeah. mean, it's, it's not hard. 
the, the, the movies are, these are, I mean, again, they're for kids. Like, kids can decipher what's happening here. They see things. and they, they, There they were a lot of on. youngins in my theater. <laughs> which is, which makes it more shocking that there's so much kind of hard PG-13 stuff happening. Agreed. Movie, such as Stanley Tucci swearing very, very obscenely. Yeah, like, there's a, I think, like, a few F-bombs dropped, a lot of uh, S-bombs. And there's, then, one, there's one F-bomb, which I think is hilarious. It's, it's a yeah. funny thing, but, I mean, if you want to nitpick Michael Bay's racism, then I guess you could nitpick Michael Bay's racism during that scene, um, which I didn't. Uh, I, think then, that, I think that would apply to any any scene where something's blocking you. I don't think it directly, <laughs> directly applies yeah. to, to But to the last people. the last hard PG-13 I want to bring up is uh, Kelsey Grammer and the way that um, he and Mark Wahlberg end their argument. I was like, wow, they actually showed that, huh? Yeah. Well, and that one character at the beginning who's turned into, like, that Ash statue. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know, T.J. Miller, he's a funny guy. <laughs> I like, he was like comedy so, relief, and I was like, "Oh, what?" He was what comedy relief doing? that didn't feel like forced. It was like, "Oh, this is actually good, like banter." Funny, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "What are they doing? This is like, this is what my problem with the movie is. Just there's a lot of characters, and they they did away with one guy that I thought was gonna be funny throughout the entire. Well, I mean, film. that was the thing I like. Actually, there aren't that many characters compared to the other movies where there's like all kinds of characters. There's just like four people to really follow in this one, and yes. like, and two of them many. are. Two of them are just four people are too many. No, compared, I mean compared to the it, sixteen people in the last that, three that's movies. That's true. <laughs> I mean four main ones. Compared, to, you have compared all these to Tyrese, side Josh Dumel, Anthony Anderson, Shia LaBeouf, John Voight, Anthony Anderson, John Voight, uh, like all these people, like in all these that other British movies. hacker, who's British, the, British who's hacker the tall guy, guy who Rachel plays, Taylor, yeah. like all these people in that first yeah. movie. Like, we're forgetting some guy, John. DeGioco. We're forgetting a lot of people because there's yeah. a lot of people in all the other yeah. movies. No, but there's a lot of people in this one too. Megan there's, Fox, I forgot Megan Fox. There's <laughs> a there's main characters, but then there are all these side characters which you don't really care about, like some some geologist who shows up twice in the film and then has a larger role at the end, an Asian secretary who's also an ex cop or something and running operations in China, and then I don't know I some money. Asian guy in an elevator that beats up some other guy because he's Asian. Was that Asian girl? Like the younger sister to Maggie O. Oh, Lee Bing Bing? Yeah, sure. Um, that's I mean, her name. She looks like this, it's like essentially the same character from the, the Forget It, from the <laughs> Die Hard movie. I was just trying to be and, uh, and Thomas Lennon. Is bit Thomas real. Lennon is in there? Yeah. These are all just bit parts, though. They like have a scene or two. Like everyone in the other movies, it's like yeah. there's just plot after plot after plot after plot. <laughs> This is just for somehow this is still like over three, almost three hours. Yet there's like way less of the things that I dislike. I guess kind of. Even though there's just more th- more of the same stuff that I already dislike, going with what I enjoy in a goofy sort of way, it's <laughs> it's nonsense. This movie is nonsense, but it's yes, yeah, very much but it's so. but it's I mean for what it is, it's well produced nonsense, which is why I guess we find it engaging in its own way. I like how uh, Stanley Tucci has a shot from the last movie of the uh, Transformers rising from the moon, <laughs> and his one little clip. He's got the. Did no one else catch that? He's got the hookups in this one. Yeah. Is Stanley Tucci who plays this kind of Steve Jobs like character that's trying to develop uh, American produced or I guess American slash Chinese produced Transformers himself, so then the world right. will, will truly not need Transformers anymore, and he does so by having Kelsey Grammer's Elite Squad murder Transformers and bring their materials <laughs> to him. That's because he needs to transform him. Transform him, he needs it. Yeah. Mr. Yeager, who do you think I work for? You're trying to protect your family. That's admirable. I'm trying to defend the nation from alien war. We've had a taste of what that looks like, and we are not going to tolerate another. Now, you have no idea what you're involved with here. Really? 
What's the other version of this conversation? The one you sent in the hired help to murder my little girl? Or are you gonna man up and do it yourself? What's your preference? It's just like when he was in the core and he did Unobtainium. Like this. I hope he's in an Avatar See, sequel. I bought, the, I bought them calling it Transformium a lot easier than I bought Unobtainium. Because they even said it's for marketing. It's fine. It's yeah, yeah, and they trademarked it, which I thought was funny that they added that because you do need to do that. I mean, I buy Unobtainium because it's a real-life term. That's not something that was made up. Like, I think that exists. I have no real problem. This sounds ridiculous, Aaron. Most things sound ridiculous. So does Transformium. Oh, wait, did you guys... Is it me? Okay, I looked at the budget, and it's $165 million for this movie. A million dollars a minute. Minutes? Yeah. Like, I thought that was really inexpensive for this movie. Yeah, it is. It's the, it's, yeah. it's, it's the, the second the cheapest It's the second cheapest of the four. Um, but the money looks all on screen, which I appreciate as well. Like, it, it looks like it's all there, which I think that applies for every Michael Bay movie. Michael Bay, by the way, I think is the only director who probably, like, wraps up every movie by saying, this is my masterpiece. Like, I feel like every movie he wraps up, that's, like, <laughs> what he thinks. Bad uh, Boys too. This, this is, is my masterpiece. masterpiece. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Did you not see that Ferrari car chase on the highway? Good on Michael Bay. But yeah, no, for the most part, again, visual praises on it, but as far as a film goes, whatever. It's something that you should never think about too hard. Well, that's the other thing, too. That's why I don't really care, or that's why I don't, like, focus on what I thought of Transformers, because I'm not going to, you know, remember it in a week. Like, I don't gonna, remember it today. I just I'm, saw it yesterday. I'm not going to still linger on it a week's time from now. I, it's a thing that I saw that I was entertained by for a bit, and now I'm moving on. Like, you know, next thing. And I've already, I've already seen two movies since Transformers that I love a lot. Or I, well, one that I love a lot more. <laughs> it's like, I, I'm, the only reason I'm thinking about Transformers is because we're talking about it right now. Like, but everyone wants to complain and bring it up again and again and again. Yet still shell out the money to go see it. It's like, okay. I, yeah, I agree well, with that. My, my theory with the Transformers movies is, is that they're, they're not movies for you to like or love. They're movies for you to enjoy. So. Which, I mean, that seems to be working since it made $100 million this weekend. It's the only movie this summer that's done that in one weekend so far. <laughs> like, everyone wanted mm-hmm. to like this movie or wanted to go see it, regardless of their opinions on it. And I even say that, say, thinking that a majority of that is are people that legit like Transformers movies. Like, you're not making $100 million on the fourth movie because everybody hates it. Like, there's people that want to go see these movies. Right. And, I mean, if you think that that's kind of a, an embellishment, think about How to Train Your Dragon 2. That's a good movie, too, and people should go see that, but it hasn't really made as much as the first one, and it's running so far. Not on the same par, yeah. I mean, it's, I could jog it up to a crowded summer, maybe, but, I mean, yeah, it's not doing nearly as well as some of us might have predicted on our summer, on our summer, uh, right. summer wager, that's for sure. Yep. Maleficent is, though, but just saying. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, any other thoughts on Transformers, colon, Age of Extinction, before we wrap up with that one? Um, I really, really loved the um, all the aliens in the in the prison, and I I was dying to see more of those. Yeah, like, look, uh, I mean, that's what it looks like the sequel's leading towards. I'm glad that John Goodman got a kill yeah. one, because I was like, yes, thank you. John Goodman's amazing. John Goodman, it's like, clear, was like, you know what? We have John Goodman. Let's just give him every line we can and just make him super active in the third act of this movie because yeah. he's all over it. Like, and I loved it. I love seeing John Goodman running yes. around as like fat transformer with a cigar in his mouth, <laughs> which is his last resort. Yeah, I agree. I, I I'd like to see more of that kind of explored. I guess if we're gonna, I don't know why we just don't have an all CG Transformers movie at this point. Just like get rid of all this, make it you know ninety minutes, and just let, let people enjoy like seeing Transformers go to space or something, do whatever. Uh, apparently that's what Wild for Farm is doing right now, which, again, if you want to nitpick it, there's an alien spaceship that can go light speed, 
and yet Optimus Prime is flying out into space himself. Doing a Superman thing. Yeah, I I guess. I mean, they can go light speed. Optimus can go, like, 157 miles per hour. I don't know. We, we don't know what Optimus can do. We didn't know he could fly until yeah. this movie. Like, maybe he can go light speed. <laughs> Listen, I don't think Optimus is the guy that thinks things through. He's just like, this is going to look cool when <laughs> That's I the other do thing, it. yeah. Op- Op- this is going to look cool when I do it. <laughs> That's the, he's the worst leader of all time. He's, he's a terrible leader. And this this is the movie where he finally actually leads to like a, a better degree because he's able to domesticate Dinobots in order to have them fight with him in the last battle of this movie. <laughs> Let me just repeat that. He's able to domesticate Dinobots by slapping them around a couple times. That's that's his... Well, I mean, he, he challenged them. That's, you know, he became the alpha. Yeah, exactly. He's like Liam Neeson. <laughs> No, he's like, no, so what he's happened like, is that he just ended up watching he just ended up watching How to Train Your Dragon 2. And that's yeah, how he learned to train the dragon box. Yeah. <laughs> he's got like this Jedi fire sword. Which he does have a sword, he just needs like fire around it now. He's got a sword, he's got shields, he's got all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Alright then, let's get to <laughs> this movie. <laughs> Transformers, Age of Extinction. Yeah, I mean, totally get how divisive it can be. I just didn't care about how divisive it was. Well, it's not even be. divisive. It's not like I hear many people arguing in his corner behind, besides us four. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's not like there's some kind of war going on between humans right now about whether they like Transformers or not. It's just like laying it on thick of like how much they hate this movie. It's like I don't it's have a Kelsey Grammer thing. I don't, it's either us versus them. I don't have time to hate. Them. I don't have time to hate. Like it, that's boring to me. It's just like whatever. I saw this movie and it happened. <laughs> Move on yeah. next week. I'm gonna let's, see it again. Let's go watch Snowpiercer. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's get to our rating then. Let's, uh, rate, let's rate this movie. Each week we rate movies based on basically when you should go and see it. That's what I'm going to ask you. When should you go see Transformers Age of Extinction? Jordan? Well, I haven't seen it in IMAX, but I'm going to say IMAX. Alan? Uh, probably an IMAX matinee. Seems like a good popcorn film in the middle of the day with your family or something. There you go. Abe? Given its length and given its uh, lack of substance, I'd say you could just watch it at home on DVD with a nice screen and good sound. I'd never watch it on DVD, that's for sure. I'd watch it on yeah. Blu-ray, if anything, because it's Blu-ray, sure. Clear. Well, yeah. But I mean, if if you're gonna go, if you if you need to see a Transformers movie, I mean, IMAX is the way to go see it. Like if you if you have no interest in it, then I just you know say not see it because you're not gonna. <laughs> if you're going in thinking you're gonna hate it, you're gonna hate it. So just don't bother seeing it to begin with. But if you you know have a desire to see a movie called Transformers: Age of Extinction, Age of Extinction, then go see it on the IMAX screen how it was intended. Um. All right. So with that said, let's get the movie callback. Callback, callback, callback. This is where we bring up some movies that we might have thought of during or after the feature of the week. And with that, Jordan, any movies you thought of? I thought of uh, Gremlins at the beginning and uh, <laughs> Randall Peltzer, Peltzer being the uh, uh, clumsy inventor, kind of like uh, Kate Yeager. Uh, and then, of course, Prometheus. Um, yeah, that's about it. Alan? Oh, you know, Prometheus, um, Fievel, because I'm weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can, Fievel goes west. I just couldn't get it out of my head. Um, the other Transformers movies, obviously, Short Circuit, Batteries Not Included, um, The Patriot, because I'm weird, like a dude just doing everything for his family, um, Chronicles of Riddick, uh, because of the weapons, um, and Star Trek, because of all the cool, like, little aliens in lockdown. That's Abe? about it. Okay. Yeah. Abe? Uh, I thought of Friday Night Lights, Prometheus, Return of the King, Disney's Holes, and The Avengers. Disney's Holes? <laughs> He's inventing stuff, like... <laughs> 
He's like, oh, I'm going to make, like, uh, I think Henry Winkler's the father. He's like, I'm going to make shoes that never smell. It's like, okay, you're a terrible inventor, by the way. Yeah, I thought of uh, Pacific Rim, Godzilla, Bad Boys 2. And yeah, Prometheus actually did come into mind as they thought this movie. Bad Boys 2. Bad Boys 2. My masterpiece. Well, how can you not <laughs> think of Bad Boys 2 in any movie? Yeah, that's generally a, a go-to <laughs> for anything. But yeah, that's movie callbacks. Callback, callback, callback. Get to our sponsor for the week. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audibletrial.com. So shout out podcast. There are over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Um, for you, the listeners of Out Now There and Abe, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. With that said, Abe, do you have a book to recommend? I really do not maybe have one ready to recommend because it is so, so vast and there are so many. I think, I think you'd have to go with something like, um, I don't know, the philosophy of mind brains consciousness and the thinking machines right yes because if you didn't get enough from transformers this will really inform you it certainly will yeah who's that by abe that's by uh, the great courses and it's narrated by professor patrick grimm and it's getting four and a half stars there for 42 reviews so you know expand your knowledge it's 12 hours and 30 minutes for free okay well you can get that book or any other book you find at audibletrial.com slash out now podcast you can download the book. You can check out the service for a while. If you don't like the service, you can get rid of it, but get to keep the book that you downloaded for free anyway. So there you go. Be a winner. Read or listen. AudibleTrial.com is Out Now Podcast. So let's move on now. Let's get to Out Now Feedback. Feedback, feedback, feedback! This is where we go over the various listener responses we had to our Facebook questions that we asked during the week regarding you know, Transformers and whatever else. And with that said, Abe, you want to start off our feedback here? I certainly do. The first question we asked is, what Transformers do you want to see on the big screen? Mike writes, I want to see a non-Michael Bay version. Uh, Brian writes, Unicron, so he can kill them all for once. Bob writes, no more, please. Make a Beast Wars movie instead. And lastly, Justin writes, the original animated movie. That's a good call. Um, next up we have, if we didn't have visual effects and just had actors running around in plastic and cardboard boxes of transformer suits I, I need to see this what actors would play the robots in question eric has andy circus as starscream john ham as optimus prime and michael clark duncan is ironside ironhide and michael ironside as megatron <laughs> uh, joe jans has patrick stewart as optimus prime joshua has john wayne as optimus prime definitely need to see that one and mike jones has shack as grimlock <laughs> <laughs> Next question we asked is, what types of music does Optimus Prime listen to on his radio? Uh, Corey writes, anything by Stan Bush. Yeah. Friend of the show, Scott Mendelson writes, judging by his disposition, I'm thinking whatever conservative political talk radio can pick up at any given moment. In all seriousness, though, he's got nothing but Sarah McLaughlin on his iPod. <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess Adia is his favorite. Uh, Jason writes, any type of rock and country music? Yeah, probably pretty fitting there. Joshua writes, I think Optimus is Juggalo at heart and plays insane clown policy to get his pumped up fight uh, with Megatron. I really hope I'm wrong. And uh, Justin writes, I was going to say Out Now Podcast. Also, Super Fantastic Nerd Hour. There you go. <laughs> Thanks for the shout out there. Shout out, shout out, shout out. Uh, next question is, any cool movie experiences or memories from the past 4th of July's that you've had in your life? And Eric writes, it's not the best story, but the 4th always reminds you of swimming to exhaustion then watching Broken Arrow. 
Yeah. Ain't it cool? Yeah. <laughs> you guys have any uh, Fourth of July movie memories? Independence Day. I do too, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I watched Independence Day like every every day when that first weekend it came out. Yeah. Um, if not Sandlot, I always watched Sandlot around Fourth of July. Yeah, and think of uh, the song right from Ray Charles. Yeah. Correct. This all right. Um, <laughs> with the movie in the can, reviews what are what they are. And money what it is what it is. What's Michael Bay doing this weekend? Eric says, scheming on how to beat John Woo when it comes to gratuitous explosions and dynamic action sequences because somehow he has to eclipse Woo so completely that he's still trying. Uh, George has probably looking at his bank statement, laughing at the reviews, and sipping champagne in a hot tub full of supermodels. Lucky bastard. <laughs> and Jason has blowing shit up and blow rockets up into midair. He does this and he does this and his movies when he drinks Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> Gives you wings, I guess. <laughs> Not a sponsor. Next, we'll move to questions. Everyone can answer if you have a question or if you have an answer. Yeah, listeners asked us some questions as well, which we're gonna yeah. answer ourselves now. Yeah. Eric asks us, how much longer do you think we can pull the whole Optimus Prime dies thing before the audience stops caring? Mm. Yeah, in the past couple, Optimus Prime did kind of fake his death, or well, he died in the second one, then he faked his death in the third one. This one, he seems pretty. Uh, he gets captured, I guess. So. I guess they've moved on from the Optimus Prime dies thing. <laughs> Even in the first one, he's like, you know what? I don't need to fight Megatron. Just shove the cube in my chest. Like, that's it. Yeah. Like, that's I'll, I'll, I'll take it for the team here. Martyr time. Let's do this, guys. <laughs> Shabu's like, no, I need you for the next two. You know, he seems, he seems like he's more game than ever now that he's got his mojo back at the end of four. So. <laughs> new body, new fit. Yeah, new physique. All right, so next uh, next question. Jason asks, what do you guys think of Shane Black directing and writing a new Predator film? Second question, could Shane Black make a good Terminator film? Um, we'll go with that second one first. I don't care. Uh, Terminator films, whatever. That, that, I, I, I'm sad to say that franchise has exhausted me, but even yeah, though we're getting James another one. James Cameron did the best Terminator film. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, yeah. He did uh, everything I need to see in a Terminator film. What? Whatever, Mick G. Hello. Yeah, that's a movie that happened. Um, anyway, the other first question. Shane Black, Shane Black directing a Predator film. Yeah, I'm down with it. I'm down it's, with it too. It's funny yeah. that he was, you know, he was once in Predator and now he's he was, directing yeah, Predator. He was Hawkins <laughs> so, in Predator. Yeah. He's the first one that gets killed and skinned alive. Oh. But the, the fact that him and Fred Decker, who they co-wrote and put out a monster squad together, makes me think, man, this is, <laughs> the guys are getting back together again to make another great monster movie. I'm, I'm gonna, yes, I'm the boys are back in town. The boys are back in town, Abe. That's exactly right. <laughs> then James asks us, what are your feelings on pirating and password sharing on streaming services? Is it sharing a lesser or no crime equal to pirating? Uh, I think we've answered this one before. No, the password sharing we haven't answered before. That one, password sharing. That one, I, I actually haven't really heard of that one as much. In terms of pirating, I mean, certainly it's not great. We don't endorse that here and out now with Aaron and um, at all. Uh, but I mean, it is something that people do, and you can't really stop it because then you'd have to regulate everyone's internet. Yeah, I mean, I don't encourage I don't encourage pirating in any way. I don't do any pirating myself. So I mean, it's not a thing that necessarily makes me, you know happy about but it is a it is a thing that happens and i can't really do anything from where i'm sitting currently but you know future will kind of dictate where things go on that i guess that's kind of the way just as technology evolves and things happen differently as far as password sharing goes i mean yeah between netflix and hbo go there's a lot of you know people sharing their passwords around in order to access things like game of thrones or whatnot 
and you know various you know movies on Netflix and that what have you and I mean the, the it it seems like th- those are services that could that could limit that themselves if they wanted to and they know it's happening so I don't know I don't know what to really say <laughs> I don't, yeah I mean I, it could easily do things like single sign on in a single location like I think which, Net- doesn't Netflix do that now no nah, they were they were trying to just, uh, I guess they were just losing viewership maybe I don't know. Same with like HBO Go. Like HBO Go yeah. crashes because everyone shares their password. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there are certainly things that people can do. It's not as though it's it's a hopeless situation. So there you go, media companies. Um, Eric then asks, Echo, Escape to Witch Mountain, Batteries Not Included, or Super 8, and why? I can't even remember Batteries Not Included. Super 8, because it's good. Which one was Batteries just, Not Included? I, I, Remind A of Batteries Not Included. See, I, I don't see that. I think Super 8 is just a... Much better movie. Remember, I was on the podcast for that, and I love No, it. I know. I'm, I'm asking you. Which one's Battery's Not Included? Battery's Not Included? It's kind of like a ripoff of Short Circuit. Like, there's, like, they find... I don't, I don't really know how to describe that one. That one's just... Um, it's from the 80s, so you know it's going to be kind of cheesy. Um, <laughs> and, like, some waitress, I think... From, this is what I saw. I think the last time I saw it was, like, I was still in elementary school. So, some waitress finds all these little robot things, like alien robots, and then they kind of just help her out at the restaurant. It's kind of cute for a little bit, then the government comes and finds them, and... She goes there. This just sounds amazing. I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> it's, not, it's, not, it's not my thing. There's a reason I haven't watched it since then. But, you know. Yeah. Jordan, do you have a, you have a dog in this fight? Uh, not really. I, I don't really care about any of them. Abe? Uh, I, I guess I'd have to go with Super 8 minus the third act. Yeah, that's where I am, too. I mean, which escape to which mountain? Although, yeah, it's like the, the one with the rock? The one with the rock. Is, what is, that, is that called Escape or is that called Race to Witch Mountain? Oh, that was Race to Witch Mountain. Race, yeah, because yeah. Escape, Escape to Witch Mountain is like a weird movie where it's like we've remade this like eight times. Like for some reason people can't get enough of people that are like witches or aliens or whatever the hell they want to call them and go into this mountain. Just mountain, yeah. I'll just take Close Encounters. I'll go with that. That's my, cho- that's my choice for this question. <laughs> Take that, Eric. Get the best. Let's get the best of the best. <laughs> Eric's not pleased, by the way. He's I know. Like, that's not, a, that's not he's, an option, buddy. He's fuming. He's in his car right now, just like turning into a boiling, raging teapot. Yeah. Like, no! <laughs> that's the scene coming out from his ears. Yeah. He's like the end of Army of Darkness when Bruce Campbell like takes the thing and his head just like blows up. And he's like, okay. Um, <laughs> that's the reference I'm going for, guys. <laughs> Army of <Thanks>. Darkness. <laughs> Um, that's that's the last question, by the way. That's out now. Feedback. 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 Thank you, all the listeners, including Eric, for you know, you know, putting out answers and questions for us to you know. Grazie mille. Yeah. So let's move on now. Let's get to um. Actually, what time is it? Oh, Aaron, I think it's uh, time for uh, some games here. That uh that improvised theme does mean it's time for games. I have a game. I have a game this week, guys. It is a Transformers quiz. And yeah, you guys are about to experience this Transformers quiz. I have ten questions here. They're all multiple choice. Buzz in and say what you think is the correct answer first. And, you know, we'll go from there. Sounds good. Sounds good? Yes. Alan, you ready? See. Yeah. Okay. Alan Alan loves games, so he's super excited for this. (laughs) Here we go. So these are all multiple choice, so make sure to buzz them with your name first before you answer. Okay. Who was the first Transformer to ever appear on the first Transformer television series? Bumblebee, Optimus Prime, Megatron, or Wheeljack? Abe, Wheeljack. Wheeljack is the correct answer. How'd you know that, Abe? 
Uh, I just figured that they wouldn't show anybody that's knowable now. I don't know. Okay. Here's the next question. What was the Transformers cartoon called in Japan? Warcraft Megaforce Changers? Fight Super Robot Lifeform Transformers? Robots from Space? Or Transform? Bzz, Alan. Yep. The second one? Fight Super Robot Lifeform Transformers? Yeah. That is the correct answer. Alan, you're on the board. Woo! Wonderful. Okay. Next Kill one. Me. Next one here. What old school device does Soundwave become when he's a not in humanoid form? A record player, an eight track play cassette player thing, a cassette player, or a grandma? Alan. Yep. Uh, the cassette player. Cassette player is the correct answer. Okay. Next question here. Which classic film star inspired the voice of Optimus Prime? John Wayne, Paul Newman, Sean Connery, or Mickey Rooney? Abe, John Wayne. John Wayne is the correct answer. Woo! Jordan, you got to get on this board here. I don't like this game. <laughs> I mean, all you have to do is try. <laughs> Here's the next question. What does Bumblebee? What change does Bumblebee undergo between the original series and the new live-action movies? He died in the original series, but was brought back to life in the live-action movie. He used to be an Autobot, but now he's a Decepticon. He used to change to a VW Beetle, but now he changes into a Camaro. He used to change to a Bee, but now he changes into a Wasp. Uh, Jordan, the yep. beetle. That is, yes, that's the correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Jordan got the gimme question. Way to go, Jordan. <laughs> yes. Oof. Next question. What legendary actor-director voiced Unicron in the 1987 film Transformers? Buzz Allen. Yep. Orson Welles. Orson Welles is the correct answer. <laughs> what? <laughs> Actually, that's, that's cool. Yeah, that's, I, he uh, died right after that movie, too. Oh. Yeah, it's like sad. Vincent Price doing Edward Scissorhands. But he, but he did a good job. That animated movie is still the best Transformers movie there is. Um, it's a real good movie. It is. Do a commentary for it. What was Transformers renamed when it was updated and released as a new series in the 1990s? Space Robots, Planet Robot, Robo Changers, or Beast Wars? Bzz, hey. Alan, Beast War. There you go. Alan. Yeah. Alan trying to win a game. I know, is it weird? <laughs> <laughs> Try. He tries all the time. I always try. I'm very competitive sometimes. Which character was the only Transformer to be voiced by the same actor in the original series, 1987 movie, and new live-action movies? Buzz Jordan Peter Cullen. That's correct. Jesus. Optimus Prime. Mm, Second gimme question. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. Which, Which Transformer was brought back to life after his death sparked public outcry? Optimus Prime, Jazz, Prowl, or Sideswipe? Um, Alan. Optimus Prime. Oh, damn it. I'm going to give it to Jordan. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last question. Who's winning? I'll find I think out. we're all tied. I'll find out when I do the last question. Hold on. Ooh, I love what is, give me questions. What is the name of the Transformers God? Primus, Cybertron, Unicron, or Cybertron. Optimus Prime? No, wait, no, goddamn. Alan answered. Primus, Cybertron, Unicron, or Optimus Prime? Hey, Unicron. Unicron is the correct answer. Goddamn it. Let me, oh man, this might have cost Alan the game. Let's I see. Know, I think he was. Think hold he was on, like hold on, ahead. hold on. Abe has. Abe has yeah, three. Yeah, like three. Yeah. We all had three, I think. No, I think you got like four or five, Alan. No, Alan has four. Alan is our winner. Oh, okay. <laughs> Alan won by Whew. one. You both had three. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, you won this game. 
Oh, yes, I did. You should know that I had a bonus question to ask in case there was a tie. Do it anyway. Okay. Two for second place with Jordan and Abe. Here we go. Tyrese or Josh Demel? Abe, Tyrese. <laughs> Why? Have you not seen the Django Unchained video he sent it to Quentin Darren? Do you know? Jordan, do you have an answer? Uh, Tyrese. You're both wrong. It's secret answer, Patrick Dempsey. That was the correct answer. Damn it! I like that. Yeah. Mick, whatever his face is... That's not the correct answer. It was. I I wrote it down, so I think it's correct. I mean, I would have gotten that. P-Demps? P-Demps, as they call him. I mean, that's his street name, right? P-Demps. Hold on. Wait a minute. Waiting? (laughs) Are you reconfiguring the answers? Uh, No, I was wrong. Unicron is not the Transformer God. Primus is the Transformer Uh, God. That's what I said. Alan still wins. Because he's ahead. Now, did Primus name themselves after the Transformer God, or did the Transformer God name itself after Primus? I think the answer is chicken. Oh, got it. Yeah. <laughs> or egg. Could be egg. I'm not sure. I gave the answer. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that was games. Let's, okay. uh, let's move on now. Let's, pre- let's go to Out Now Presents What's Out Now. These are movies coming out on Blu-ray and DVD this week. And not a lot, which I think is because of the July 4th weekend um, coming up, so not many things coming out, but a few a few things. Uh, Legend of Korra Season 2 hits Blu-ray this week. Watch it. Yeah, Legend of Korra is a solid show. Um, a movie called Afflicted comes out this week, which I believe I was a it was heard. a found it was a found footage horror movie, which I heard good things about. So I want to check. It's that not out. a sequel to Affli- Affliction with Nick Nolte. Yeah, he's back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, I don't know. Why uh, can't I catch the whale? That's even more here. Yeah, Afflicted. And then I just wanted to point this out because it's coming on Blu-ray for the first time. Kindergarten Cop. Uh, coming up. Yeah, there you go. It's good Don't be surprised when R. Schwarzenegger is killing people in the first ten minutes. Right on. Yeah, that's coming out. Uh, next week's show. I don't know yet. I'm not know sure. What we're talking about. Um, I, I know we I, could talk about the Eric Bana movie. Yeah, I I uh, want to see it because uh, I think that would provide probably some of the more interesting comments. Yeah, I just I don't plan on seeing Tammy, so I don't really. Have, yeah. I mean, it's com- also and we, and we don't really do comedies anyway on this show because it's just hard to cut it. Earth to Echo is a family movie, I suppose, but um, yeah, we might just do the lyrics from Evil, or we could do something special. We're not sure yet. Yeah, we'll see. We'll figure it out. I know Snowpiercer spread, spreads to more theaters yes, this week. Um, might do Snowpiercer. We'll see. We'll see where that goes. The only comedy you should do on the show is the one about my life. Okay. <laughs> but uh, last question here before we wrap up. What should people go see now? This is where you just simply tell what you think people should go and see in the theaters right now. Jordan? Edge of Tomorrow. Okay. Alan? Edge of Tomorrow. Abe? How to Train Your Dragon 2. Uh, yeah, I would say How to Train Your Dragon 2 as well. And Snow but that movie's going to make something. Edge of Tomorrow is going to make nothing. He's to make more, yeah, but I said Edge of Tomorrow already. He's to make more, yeah. yeah, yeah we, 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 we try not to repeat ourselves too often. Um, that's why we have guests, so they can do the new things for us. Um, and Snowpiercer is only on eight screens right now, but see that if you can. Find it. Okay. All right. So with all that said, that's going to do it for this week's episode of About Now with Aaron and Abe. You can find more of my work at thecodazeek.com, where you can find all my written movie reviews, as well as at ysalu.com for all my Blu-ray reviews. You can also find me on Twitter at Aaron's PS4. Abe? You can find more fun stuff at walrusmoose.blogspot.com and twitter.com slash walrusmoose. Hashtag World Cup. Jordan? Twitter at Amsterdam Chap. And Alan? Uh, you can find me on Instagram, which is a, uh, Aldo Rain, A-L-D-O underscore R-A-Y-N-E. Um, I just started a new blog called Angels in the Queen City on WordPress. Um, it's, mostly, it's mostly just about 
uh, me being from California and having to deal with Charlotte. Um, I want to do one once a week, but I wanted to do, I already did one. So the next one will probably be this week because it's, I've already been here a week. So I can be like, this place is weird. What's the name of it again? Uh, Angels in the Queen City. Angels in? See, because I'm from the city of Angels. Your city of Angels, right. And Got Charlotte it. is known as the Queen City of the South. So. Yeah. All right. Cool. I did a lot of research before I came out here and it didn't, it didn't, it didn't do anything for me. I'll make sure to put that in the show notes. <laughs> it didn't do anything for me. It really didn't. It's like, it's human. Yeah, I figured that out, but then it's like, <laughs> just weird. People are super friendly here, but That's I'm right. used to it because I'm a Yankee. <laughs> yeah. the, the good thing is that I'm from California because if I was from New York, they would fucking hate me. Yeah. If I'd be like, go back to New York. You need no, because they have like a bunch of like weekend New Yorkers that come down and it's like, just, just mess with their stuff. Mm. So I'm like, oh, I'm just like bringing, California bringing dude, rats and trash. Yeah, those mm-hmm. New Yorkers. Mm-hmm. So and, and then <laughs> and then they bring the actual pets. Yeah. <laughs> so with all that Charlotte time out of the way, you can find all the other episodes of Out Now Throwing Your Name on iTunes and at Stitcher as well as hhwlod.com. That is the podcast network that hosts our show along with other fun podcasts involving games and comics and fun stuff like that. You can find our episodes over at outnow.podomatic.com, as well as our SoundCloud page, soundcloud.com slash outnowpodcast. You can also email us at outnowpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts on Transformers, how wrong we are for liking this dreaded piece of filmmaking, or whatever else you want to say. You can also check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash outnowpodcast, or you can tweet at us at twitter.com slash outnow underscore podcast. And, of course, you can follow our Tumblr page, outnowpodcast.tumblr.com, or feel free to use our voicemail line, 972-798-3830. Send us your vocal thoughts on, you know, various thoughts on the movies we talked about on this show, and we'll be happy to play it on the on the uh, future episodes. That's uh, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Thank you, Jordan and thank Alan, for yeah, thank you. making Rock. this work. Thank you. Yeah. East Coast, West Coast, we got to stop that rivalry. Yeah. yeah. And, uh... And uh yeah. Um good good to have you guys on. Good to talk about Transformers as we as we did for our, our what I figure is our legendary seventeenth episode of this podcast, the Transformers Dark of the Moon episode, mm-hmm. which I'll be sure to put in the show notes as well. It's the peak of my life. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and um Everything was going so well. And uh, and now or until next time, uh, that's gonna do it. So so long. And bye. Thank you, miss you, bye. Bye.
But anyway, here we go. Transformers, Age of Extinction. Colon. God damn it. Transformers, <laughs> colon, Age of Extinction. <laughs>